my heart dies a little bit okay a lot every time i spy any business saying they can't see the point of email marketing uh, happened yesterday i get my rachel brandy pants on and i have to hold myself back take a few deep breaths and calm myself down because otherwise I can go full hog and sound very unpleasant to the person who's asking for advice on a Facebook page. But it is especially true when it comes to e-commerce and retail businesses using email because I truly believe we should be able to get at least 30% or up to 30%, at least 20% of our turnover and our sales from our email if we're doing it right. Before I introduce my live coaching client today, her name is Person Patel um, and her incredible business, let me just rant a little bit. Emails are meant to make you money. If they're not, it is not the platform's fault, it is your fault. Um, I'm not counting Person on this because I know that she is actually having some success and we're just going to tweak some things, but but it is true. Like It makes me so frustrated when someone says, oh, I'm thinking about changing my email platform because I don't really make any money out of it and I'm sending out these newsletters. Now, for a start, we also have to talk about this. No more newsletters. We don't call them newsletters. What a crappy name. Change your perspective around this. It is email marketing. Yes, we're building a community, but it's not all about showing everyone how fabulous you are. It is about building trust, building desire, and getting people to buy from you, whether you're an e-commerce business or a service-based business. So if you're really serious about growing your business, you need to get serious about email. In fact, I tell people when I'm coaching them, and person went through this herself because she was one of my coaching group clients, I tell people, stuff the social media, get your email sorted out first, and then the social media will build on what you've got. I tell you to take a break. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. She did that. She was amazing. She saw immediate results. In fact, I used one of her testimonials in my um, coaching um, course that I run because it was so much about the email side. So we're going to do that. Anyway, my name is Rachel Clava. I've already ranted. Um, I'm a content marketing coach and strategist for small businesses and the host of this podcast, Confident Content, which should be renamed today Rachel Ranty Pants Content. Um, today we're talking e-commerce marketing and how best to use flows and automation to build your community. We take a look at some of the things that person is already doing with her business, Dolly Mama, what she needs to prioritize and what is possible with email marketing automation. And we are going to just check in with those newsletters because I'm pretty sure she's not doing them. She has a, another thing that she does there. Um, now, I do want to say before a person starts talking that person's using Klaviyo, which is the best to use with Shopify. And that's me saying that as an active campaign business. We do a partnership with Active Campaign and we're also Zoho partners. So I still say Klaviyo with Shopify is the best. It's not necessarily the best with all the platforms, but it definitely is the best with Shopify. So she's using the A-grade option there which I loved that's her investing in her company but the principles are valid across all good email marketing platforms so don't just go oh she's using Clavio I shouldn't use it it's the same with MailerLite which is a great entry level it's the same with Active Campaign, which we recommend with WooCommerce and some businesses on Shopify if they have a wholesale site um, and I'm helping her kind of better automate everything and I want her to get more sales and e from her emails sales from her emails in 2024 and I'm sure she does too so let's dig in and get started by introducing you to person person hello and welcome to the show hi Rachel it's lovely to be here again it's so nice to see you now person was my favorite person in the group for saying having a I just have one question so I'm looking forward <laughs> to that I just have one question moment today <laughs> do you want to tell everyone about Dolly Mama and what you sell 
Yeah, sure. So um, I work with my husband and we own kind of co-own Dolly Mama. And what we do is we sell a range of spice blends and ready to cook Indian curry paste um, to make just basically cooking on a weeknight easier for you, but also for people to experiment and go beyond butter chicken. Which is awesome. And that's one of your catchphrases, isn't it? Going beyond butter chicken. Yes, it is. <laughs> now, for those of those people that are listening in New Zealand, it is a product you can get in New Zealand. Overseas, not so much because it is not a, what we call a shelf-stable product. It is a product that is a fresh product that does need to be refrigerated. That's correct, but yes. we're working on it. So That's hopefully, hopefully we will be launching Australia this year. So. That's amazing. That's, I guess it's partly because you've probably been getting quite a lot of requests as you've grown yeah. your profile and people getting to know who you are and they're wanting to see and, and taste it. Yeah, yeah. So we just thought we all try it out. We've been doing a lot of back-end experimenting with packaging and things like that. And um, yeah, we might give it a spin later this year. Because it's not just for, for the difference between shelf-stable and obviously fresh. It's not just the... Um, packaging it's also the fact that you often have to change the the actual balance of the food and it's one of the things that you have a problem with sometimes with other Indian shelf stable ones is the levels of maybe sugar or less spice or less of that richness that you have to sometimes compromise don't you yeah that's true we have to completely change the composition and make sure it's meeting ph levels and all of that kind of stuff so it's yeah, but we'll hopefully we'll get there. Um, at the very least, we want to start with doing our spice blends because that is something that we're also trying to focus a bit, bit more on this year. Yeah. And then they could easily, if you've got directions, they could then make it into a paste once they've got it. Yeah. yeah. And, and actually, it's funny you said the pH because I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts is um, Armchair and Dangerous. It's a very long podcast. Um, but he, they've just released, he's just released an alcohol-free beer and he was talking in there about how they had discovered that to mass-produce, they have to worry about the pH levels. So I only just learned about that myself. Uh, it's funny. Um, okay, so you've got Dolly Mama and you do, you've done really well in doing other things. Like you, you are um, very busy around that building that's, that brand. You've got a nice, cohesive story. You're really good at storytelling. So there's lots of things that some other people might find difficult that you do really well. And you have set up some automations. Um, do you want to just tell me, because do you, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with uh, the email that you forwarded me just as an example for me to give you a bit of feedback on that? Um, why don't I just give you a holistic picture yes, of, kind that would of be what, great. And what we're doing? And I will take a note with my yellow Sharpie because I forgot <laughs> to bring a pen. Go ahead. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, last year was when I decided to take emails very seriously yeah. and we moved to Clavio at the start of um, 2023. Okay. And um, originally we just started with doing the four campaigns a month and um, it took a while to get into that habit. But I think we've got there now and I've kind of very consistently done that since I worked with you. So we do four campaign emails a month. Um, and I do a mixture with the campaigns of sending some to just existing customers. So like two go to existing customers and two goes to all the profiles. So the customers get about four emails a month. Um, the other people get about two emails a month. And uh, then in terms of flows, 
uh, for the longest time, I only had my customer thank you one set up. Um, that was just me being lazy. And then when I worked with you and you gave me a kick up my backside, um, I got the other ones done. So we've got a welcome series um, where we've got our lead magnet set up. Um, I've got a abandoned cart. I've got browse abandonment, um, the thank you, and then a 60 day win back. Um, and I have set up a welcome series for clients we get from farmers markets as well oh, because cool. we do sell regularly at farmers markets but I kind of started that and I've not really um I've just done a copy paste job and I haven't really really made it um exclusive to my farmers markets clients so yeah so that's kind of where we are at Okay, I've got a couple of questions around the welcome series so is there um forget the farmers market one for a minute is there only one welcome series besides the farmer's market one? Yes, there's just one welcome series. Okay, so is there a, not a different one for people who have made a purchase or for people who have shown interest or signed up? Um, I do the filtering as part of that. Um, I think, hold on, I'm just going to go into my thing. Um, so... No, actually, I haven't. Yeah, I, so that so, would be one yes, change I one... would make. The, like, mm. these, the thing is with this, and, and you're going to agree with me when I say this, all of this is painful. To set it up is actually painful and horrible. Like I, I'm i currently doing a lead generation um, because I've got this new thing I'm going to be doing. I've got this amazing lead generation. I've done all the planning. The planning part was the fun bit. Writing it's going to be revolting. And then writing all the emails to go with it is going to be worse. And then setting up all the actual automation part of it is going to make me want to just basically mainline coffee and just not, you know, like I'm not going to want to be a nice person. I'm not going to be a nice person. So let's just acknowledge it is a horrible experience to actually have to do it, but the payoff is worth it. Thank you for saying that, though. It's true, though. Because I'm always like, is it just me? I hate doing this. I hate doing it. So I just, I feel like the other, the thing is that, we're going to probably come out with a whole bunch of actions. I just want you to kind of just chip away. Like, so, you know, like I was saying this with the coaching group, because we've just done like a bigger website analysis of all the different things. And I actually freaking hated it because I ended up with a massive list of stuff I had to do. And I will fully confess that there were three things on that list that were on my website audit from last January that I haven't actioned. And they were fairly important things to do. You know, like we just can't, do it all when it's ourselves it's okay if we're paying someone and go here's my plan just do it all but when you are the person doing it there's compromises and I, I have pay I'm paying someone to redo our website to do it but I still have to do a whole lot of shit before that happens and that's hard fitting that in with everything else so just acknowledge that okay so we're talking about ideal situations not necessarily what you're going to do tomorrow but I would definitely segment my welcome series because the tone is very different from someone who's done their first purchase and, you know, the welcome to Dolly Mama, I want to tell you a little bit about who I am um, and what this means to me that you've purchased that. So it's very much more and in, more intimate experience. Um, I think the email, and I'm sorry, I, I can't, actually, I didn't print it off, but from memory, you forwarded me one just for me to have a wee look at it. I'm just going to grab it now because I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, sorry, here we go. Let's go. Um, let me just find this one. Here we go. Oh, yeah, it was one of the welcome ones. So, um, what I immediately noticed from it, and I know that you and I, you've probably taken this from me because of what I've told you in the past, and I'm going to completely counteract myself, and you're going to be like, Rachel, but the immediate thing I want to say to you is that one there, which is the 
uh, one for people that downloaded the shopping list. That one is, was that just the text or is that what it actually looks like? It's what it actually looks okay. like. So I've set all of them up as just text emails. Yes. So for that one, I feel like we can totally put some sort of like colorful ba- ba- banner at the at least at the bottom for those ones that are coming from that lease because we really want to get that richness of those beautiful colors, evocativeness of the of the flavors and things like that. We want to have that there. When it's the welcome sequence for people who've purchased, I want you to go all out in beautiful design. I want them to look gorgeous. I want it to be... You know, even if it's like um, a picture of you with your products with a welcome there, so they're really feeling that. And what I'd like you to do, if we're going to do that, make it with, um, it's right, is it, is your husband Raj? Rashad. I don't know why I said Raj. I know know his name. Okay, so Rashad, so like, say he's like, because they know him, right? So I would put a picture of that, like being at the markets on there, because then it reminds them where they are. So it's kind of that people, place and time. So you can probably slightly adjust those. I'd make a welcome for the people in the markets and then I'd modify that one and make that one for people who've made first purchases. But I want it to be evocative and beautiful and make me salivate and be excited. And I really would like that welcome sequence for the products to be like maybe another little extra thing that they could have with like, um, here's three three ways. You might do that in the second emails anyway, but here's three ways you can use the pastes you know like if you've done it and you've got leftover here's here's a little here's a little cheeky thing that I've done with it or something like a little photo so make really thinking about how to make them more evocative and really personalized and really um making them excited about what they're going to be buying correct um just for me to clarify so when you're talking about the ones that people have bought I do have the customer thank you one which is the series when once people buy um, but are you talking about creating a third series, which oh, is people okay. who've bought but don't have? Um... So your customer thank you is it a series? Yes. It's oh, a, okay. So it's I was a series call, I have. I would call um, that a welcome. The... Yeah, I would okay. still call that a welcome sequence. So that's where we probably got. So is it like a series of three? Um, so that's the one that I have filtered based on if they've this is their first purchase or if they've bought before. Um, and so if they this is their first purchase, then it's actually a series of four. Mm. Um, and no, it's a series of five. Mm. And um, if they haven't bought, sorry, I'm getting myself confused. If it's their first purchase, it's a series of five. And if it's a second purchase or a third purchase they're making, then they just get some recipe ideas and then um, a recommendation request. So they get two. Okay, so I like that. And they're full of color? No, they're all just Okay, so <laughs> those are the ones I would say definitely make those color. Okay. And yep. get and, and have an option for them to come back and buy. Like even if you um, can do like a – you could do a thing. Um, I'm, a, I'm fairly certain that – I know that, well, actually, that, can, that Clavio can have a conditional formatting where if they've ordered this thing, you can suggest this thing if you've ordered this and have that as an image of like his, you know, buy our favorites and actually have some of those at the bottom. So it's more conditional on what they've done. So actually work with the automation platform to actually kind of get that kind of working better. But they need to be not just text. Okay. Um, and mm-hmm. I would really like that first thank you one. I wonder if you could do one with, because your kids, you know, are super cute, where you actually, because I know we've talked about, you know, jumping for joy because it's a business. Is that what you're doing in that thank you where you've got like a little gift? 
Um, we don't have the GIF, but I do have um, a reel of them um, shouting really loudly um, order, which we had done from a while ago. It probably needs a bit of a refresh. Um, yeah, so you could do that so as a GIF. I normally, link, I normally link to that, but yeah, a GIF is a really good Make it as a idea. GIF. Like a, like a moving GIF is so effective in these emails. And so I would actually put some movement into these emails to kind of get that captivation because it's just really great. And I think if you did like maybe... If you have been able to filter it for like, depending on it's the first order or the second order, things like that, you could actually make it conditional on that filter and have maybe five different gifts. Because people are like, man, I got a different one. This is really cool. So like, again, this could be quite fun to make, but it actually just, I thought, I'm going to use the chat GPT word. It will elevate. <laughs> and I didn't even use chat GPT to come up with that word, but it will just really lift up the brand. Like it really will make it better. And I think, you know, the colors that you use, you know, Indian cooking is so evocative of color and scents and fragrance, and it's really hard to convey that in a email. So we've got to make the emails really vibrant. Mm. Okay. So I think really owning that would be really great. Um, so I, I do think that doing that would be really clear and just really making clear. And, and, and with e-commerce, and we talk a lot, you know, with service-based business, and I'm always like, don't put lots of call to actions in and don't, but when we come to e-commerce, it, it's actually different. And so we do want them still to come back and buy. Like I have lost track of how often I've bought something and I've gone, should I have bought that other thing? And then I'm going back to look at it and think about it. And that buyer behavior, like I think it's really important for us to be thinking, what is that buyer behavior? Yeah, people do go back and they'll either buy or they go, yeah, I need to get that thing. So Another thing that you can do, and I don't know if you've got this on the welcome sequence for people that have purchased that first purchase, they could have like a cheeky little, Did you? is there something you regretted giving, doing? Here's a cheeky little dis, extra discount if you get that within the next seven days or something like that okay. just to kind of get them to, because often people are like, oh, I should have added that in. Oh, okay. You know, I try it. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. try that. Um and same with the, so with the um, farmer's market, the key thing with that is we want those people to start buying from online. Yeah. Don't we? So we've got to make that really vibrant and kind of do that thing. So it would be almost like, you might know this face. Let me introduce you to my face. It's kind of like that. So like, you know, like talking about like that, you know, there's the markets and that sort of like, but this is our the business together and um you know i'm the person that that that, um that does the like the talking and the email so you can kind of do it that way and if we're a family business here's my kids like so that so i think like that would be a really lovely way to kind of get that welcome sequence going and then say you know over the next um few weeks and those people that you know you could do this the 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 recipe ideas and things like that and always have that beautiful colorful banner and options for things to buy because the best thing with clavio and active campaign and the other ones with deep data and I think I asked you before this, you know, what is deep data? You know, do you have deep data? And you go, I don't know, I'm Clavio. <laughs> what deep data means is that when an action happens on your website, like Shopify, that it brings through to that person's file. It doesn't just bring their name and their email. It also tells you what they bought, when did they last buy it, what their amounts were, and it's recorded as like a little database. And that's that's what we're looking for for e-commerce, you know. I have it I have it for ours. We have a Shopify. We have it for Eventbrite too. And we have tags. But the deep data connection means that you can start filtering and say, man, this person's buying every fortnight. Mm. Or this person's buying every three weeks. And 
that's where the automation becomes really clever because Clavio can actually pull out for you regular purchases. Right. And you should be rewarding those people. Hmm. Um, so, or people that have, were regular purchases but have dropped off. Um, so, so that's where that kind of key, we need to have color in those emails. I, you don't have to have masses of amount of it and that kind of follow-up, but we still want to have a real Dolly Mama brand feel in those follow-up ones because it is e-commerce and it's really important that we've got that. Um, they definitely need to have a photo of you in the signature. Um, okay. Then we need to see your products like so they can click through. I'd even do an option that you can do, which can work really well, is to, and it takes ages to do, so I'm apologizing in advance. Um, but you could do like your Dolly Mam. I've actually got your website here. So while I'm talking to you, I'm just going to pull it up. Um, let me find Dolly Mama. Um, let me go to your website. Here. So like, you know how like you've got Dolly Mama and it's got home products, meet Dolly Mama, Indian experiences, all those bits. You could actually create like a little banner that's kind of got all those little ticks or something like that across there. So you could have... Um, I would probably have um, the Indian, you could have the Indian experience, a product shop now, um, uh, meet Dolly Mama and maybe Indian experiences or something like that or recipes and do like a little banner, like a little mini website banner at the top of your newsletter with those little kind of options and then have like a little image there and then you could go straight into your product. So it kind of looks like it's like a mini website top at the top and yeah. then there's multiple links there that they can click to. Um, and, and that just kind of gives that kind of fullness. That's a good idea. I mean, I have that and I have that set up in one of my campaign templates, yeah. so it should be a pretty easy, easy to do, easy crossover. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think that that's, we are trying to really get people like, are you, what do you have a conversion? Oh, you might not know it offhand, but do you have a conversion rate for anyone that has downloaded the, um, the, the checklist? I would say. Um, with that checklist, um, I liked the pop-up coming up on your website. It felt it didn't come up right away. It popped up, and I'd forgotten that that was the lead generation we'd worked on. I was like, damn, this is good. This is great. And I was like, this is a good one. Um, so I did actually really like it. Um, and and I was like, yeah, I would download that. And I was going to ask, so is that the only place you're promoting it? Um, that pops up um across the website so it doesn't doesn't just come on the home page it's yeah. time it's time bound um after you've been on the yeah. page for about 30 or 60 seconds i think um i do occasionally promote it on social media but not not as often as i should be doing it so um, one of the things you could do is um do that on linkedin as your banner Oh, love okay. love India food download my must have and, mm. and, and do it with a download and then have it in your featured section and they can download it there and then you're going to get that growth from people that are interested you are going to mm. not just have New Zealanders that's the only thing yeah that's, but okay. that's okay yeah yeah that's okay uh, I mean one of the things we want to build out is the Indian experience side as well like where I'm doing some cooking classes and things like that so yeah so um, then that, I think that benefit. would work it would work yeah, yeah. so the other thing is, is that, um, let's just talk about that a little bit because you've got the Indian experiences. By the way, guys, if you are in Auckland, if you're traveling there or you're visiting, I took my mum on one of Persons um, Indian experience um, road um, road tours. She is still raving about it. My mum absolutely adored it. 
Um, and, um, and I also really liked it by the way, it sounds like I didn't like it, but I did, but I took my mum, you know, so like, um, and the food was cool. Um, I didn't, I had no idea how much, um, Indian street food involved sandwiches with white bread. <laughs> and we love our bread. Yeah. And, and what, I, what I loved was it was because my kids, I bought my kids, um, because I know one of your goals is to do a pie, a pie collab this year and not a butter chicken pie. Let's just clarify. Um, but I spied a pie as that was a spaghetti bolognese and cheese pie. And I sent a picture of it. This Z, and I sent a picture to my kids because my kids love carb on carb. Like the idea of that. And I went, oh my gosh, guys. And they're like, oh. And I went, would you like me to send you all money? Because they don't live at home anymore. <laughs> would you like me to want to put $5.16 into each one of your bank accounts so you can go and buy the pie? And they were so <laughs> excited. And they were taking photos of them. And they were rating them and talking about the like. <laughs> The carb on carb experience was fantastic. The only problem was it was wasn't released in winter when it would have been the best. So, like for them, the idea that you can have potato in a sandwich, yes, is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love it. So, yes, if you want to go, um, I would highly recommend um Persons um food experience um tours because they're amazing. Plus, you do some virtual things as well. Okay, so let's go back to your emails. Um, so with that, with the food experience, are you segmenting those people separately? No, I'm not doing anything for the food experience people. Okay, so you have to because they would buy from you. Yes, that's true. So that's a growth area as I definitely think they should go into a thank you so much for being part of the food experience. Um, here's, um, so for example, I saw on Substack that you had um, how to make those sandwiches. Yes. Um, and what you could do is you give them that because that's a really cool, easy thing. You've already done it. So mm. it's easy. But then you could also go, here's, um, you had this thing, here is a product that we sell that could do that or whatever. I think that's a very natural thing. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel greasy to me. Um, I'm not saying the food's greasy. It doesn't feel like greasy <laughs> to the sales to to me. Um, and it makes, it feels very natural. You've built that relationship with them. Uh, and you could do it very gently, like, thank you so much for coming, um, you know, as I mentioned, I own Dolly Mama and we do Indian spices. So if you do, if you really love the Indian food, um, here's some simple things that you could do that replicate the street food that we had a look at or mm. whatever. So I think that would work really, really well. That's that's a really good idea because I also have that shopping list and we yes. go to the Indian store. So that would be a really nice value add to give to them after the walk. Anyways. I think so too. I think that that would be just say to them, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this. Um, I've got I'll send you a link to the shopping list that I've got so that when you're looking at things, you've got that idea of what it is. Mm. Um, and I really like that idea because it is a thing that you can get very overwhelmed in, and, and the shops that you take us to are so good. Uh, and also you could actually really keep on building that experience by maybe taking some shots of some of the people that you do have gone to on a regulars and mm. maybe having those images in those emails as you follow up because it just evokes that kind of little thing. So it might even be um, something like you've taken a photo of um, the chai, chaiwala, chaiwala, mm. yeah, yeah chaiwala, chai. and and so then you might go. Um, here's how I would make that. Or I would link link to the site. Like you don't even have to do it full on. Like you could link to some of the stuff you've written before mm. as well. Mm. Um, but you could also go, and I love to have it with this. And you could have, and we're using my paste or my spices or my chai blend or so. Like I feel like that would just be a very natural, organic way to do that. And as you're growing it. There should be that interlink. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. 
Hmm. Yeah. No, that's that's a really good idea. Yeah. So um, I would. I mean, we don't have that them. many people coming through yet, but it's about, as you said, about providing that value add to them, and just so that they don't think, like because right now the risk is that they come to this thing and it's like a one off. Yeah, of and thing. I feel like yeah. you're missing out. You're missing out mm. potentially. So that, that's one thing I want to mention. The other thing I did want to check, and it's only because I hadn't been doing it, and I have done this now is when they're going through the welcome series or the nurture sequence, are they still getting your other emails, your weekly emails? So I don't, um, so I should separate out. So they do get, um, yeah, they probably are. No, they don't because I I tag it so that they only get it after it's welcome complete. Okay, great. The nurture sequence. Because that's one of the things I was going to recommend. And it was something that because we have lots of like, if someone's coming to this and they're doing that, I hadn't realized what that looks like to the user and how many emails some people were getting. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that we did as we went through and just ticked, made sure that there's an automation that says if they are in any any other automation, they don't get this newsletter. I'm um, sorry for calling it a newsletter, but you know what I mean, the weekly email. Mm-hmm. Um, the weekly email that you've got, um, are you okay telling us on the podcast how many will your database size is approximately? Um, yeah, sorry. So I just want to clarify, yeah. though, like the weekly email, is this the, the campaign type of email? Yeah, the campaign you're... ones you're doing for a month. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I have about 850 kind of active yeah, people cool. on it. Um, I think there's a the list has grown a little bit, yeah. but obviously with that has come all the um, non-active people yes which was one of the questions I have for you because I don't know what to do with them and I feel um, like I'm wasting far too much time thinking about them okay so the non-active ones um, you can put them into a thing which is if they have they are they non-active because they've unsubscribed so I've, it says here age 56 active profiles and 507 suppressed but not everyone suppresses because it's unsubscribed right it also, Clavio, I think, auto suppresses people who've not opened for a while okay. or something like that. So you do need to do one for people who haven't opened over, like you can decide what it's going to be. Maybe haven't opened over the last 60 days or, um, you know, so you could do, if you were doing two that everyone gets a fortnight, I would probably do it over the over 60 days. That's four emails mm. that they haven't opened. Um, mm. And don't do anything like, you know, they, you're going to get this, you're going to get unsubscribed, blah, blah, blah. But try and do a win, do a win back promo. Mm. So like you know, um, make it really personalised to them. Um, get it like getting it get really work on some engagement things that are going to get them opening their emails. Like make it a bit of a shock factor or something that's going to make them want to open it. And just trying to get them back in like a win back sequence. And then basically, if they don't open those ones and do them like every week for like. Or even a couple times a week um, okay. for like four or five emails if they haven't opened any of those emails and they should have good like good offers in them hmm. and other bits and pieces that are really going to try and get them excited like a cool recipe like get those get it really excited like balance the stuff in but do that and they just automatically drop into that yep and then once that in there if they haven't opened any of those get rid of them okay we want to click it feels really hard um, and I'm not too sure how it works with Clavio. I know with Active Campaign, if they're inactive, we do some we t- we tend to keep them in because we don't get charged for them. Yeah, Clavio doesn't charge you as well, but I just yeah. feel like it affects my self esteem. So I'd rather <laughs> just get rid of them. 
It's like if you don't want to hear from me, I don't know. It's, I put in a lot of like my someone you know, eh? I mean, the thing is too that so the the other thing is is that eight fifty is getting to the stage where you're going to have um, issues with people getting the emails. Like as soon as you get over that sort of like two hundred in the segment, you are going to get some deliver deliverability issues. So I would I would be checking because it might be that those who haven't got some of the, their emails have been lost at some point. Because I know for me, I notice with Gmail. If I don't open like four emails in a row of someone, they start sending them to spam. And sometimes I'm like, but I want those emails. Like I just didn't open some because that was tricky. So I would definitely do a a sequence that is to try and re-engage. We do it with all our e-commerce accounts. We have basically like a um, let's re-engage, try and a re-engagement strategy sequence. So I would definitely add that in. Um, so I would do that. I'm just checking with the, like if they purchase a particular product. So say they chose your um, Coastal Curry product. Mm -hmm. It's called Coastal Curry, isn't it? I want to make sure. Okay. Yes, it is. Coastal yeah. Curry. I like that. I like the look of that one. So the Coastal Curry product. Um, do you, do they get a specific post-purchase like suggestion or something like that with that product? So that is one of the questions I had because um, when I set up that thank you flow, um, one of the thoughts I've had for a while is that I should shorten the thank you flow so that it's literally just thank you and whatever. Um, but then it, I actually segment them based on what they've bought. And I would it just, do that. It feels like a lot of hard work, so I haven't well, done it. Well, I think but that it based should be on... conditional. Like I think you should be able to do it conditional. And what I would do is not do it about every product. I mean, you don't have a huge range. Imagine if it was like something with you know 10,000 SKUs. <laughs> like that would be horrific yeah, no. <laughs> but you can actually do it with I mean the, the cool thing with Clavio um, and it's something that Active Campaign didn't do as fast um, and Malalite I think can do it too with the deep data I'm not too sure but there are a few others that can do it as well and and actually even um, MailChimp can do it sorry those guys who like MailChimp but I just have a personal thing um, but you know like they can do with the deep data is they can actually show the products that you've bought and it you know like it's visual uh, but I, what I would do is I would select maybe maybe five core or four core things and just go, if you're using this, this is five ways you can use it and do it that way and just have a conditional thing on it, which is basically ranking it. So I'd be like, if they bought um, if they bought Coastal Curry and the Saguala uh, one, then I, I'm going to focus on the Coastal Curry as my first preference. Um, if they bought the Coastal Curry and the... Um, and uh, I don't know, um, the ghee, yeah. um, there, and for some reason you said ghee was more important Then I'm going to focus on the ghee. You could do it potentially like a conditional thing so that it's like whatever the product mix they are, there's hmm. like a, one is going to be the one that you're going to talk about through that session. Okay. Um, and that might make it easier for you. Okay. It's a little bit of working out and you, I would... Do not just jump into it. Write it down. Like write down what you want it to do first before you make it work. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that was one of the things I learned from you overall anyways, because I would go like, right, today I'm going to flows. Yeah. And then it doesn't actually do no. anything. You, you just waste a bunch of time. Yeah. And you have to really think about, because I always get confused with the and and the or. 
Yeah. And I'm not even going to try and explain it now because I'll mess it up. But I know one is a Venn diagram that is the middle bit and one is the Venn diagram that is all of it. And I always get confused. And then I'll be doing like, and, 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 or something. And then I go to how I listen. It's like, why is there only three people in this list? And I'm like, oh, shit, I should have done all. Like, you know, so, so I'm like, I am this person as well. Like I struggle, but really pay it down exactly what you want it to do. And I know this is also the bit I hate the most and test it. Yes, I'm done testing. <laughs> no, and so this is why it's really important to have like a 100% off discount that you use yourself to test them, to check it all, because you really do need to check that it's going to go somewhere. Having a different email, like you've got a Gmail account, which is perfect, so making sure it's there. Um, so I think that's really important. Just give it a bit of a test. Also, that's the same with just checking how it looks and everything like that. Um, so I would definitely do that. Um, so we're going to tidy up and clean up and make the the welcome and the thank you sequence prettier and a bit more vibrant with a little bit of movement. Um, focus on doing a bit more with that thank you sequence, making it a bit more targeted with what they're buying and really working with that. Um, in terms of the products themselves, um, and I know we've got that lead generation, long term I think it would be really cool to have maybe a down. Uh, can you do downloads on the... Oh, actually... Um, I don't, so I've got Shopify too, and this was mm -hmm. a revelation for me because I have a planner mm -hmm. and I have a, I have a pay, like a print one and a, and a PDF and I wanted to add a video that showed how to use it. Oh. Cool. And you can go into the back of Shopify. This is not a Clavio thing. You can go to the back of Shopify. Do you know how this? No, I, I don't and, know. What. <laughs> and you, and you, there's like a little, it's a little, like a little plug-in app, free one. And you can do a thing that when they order it, they automatically get sent an email with the video how-to guide. Ooh, I and I'm thinking, <laughs> I know, how cool, right? And so I'm thinking, what about if you did that? Like, a, um, like a, you know, when you get this, you get a video of me walking through how to do this. or And you mm. can gradually do it and have it in there as a, or like with me going through the five ways I've used this this week on lunches or five... So you could do one of those for each one. And as soon as they get the order, they get that. Because I, I know that when someone ordered the planner last year, he immediately came back and went, oh, I got a video about how to use it. I can't wait till it arrives now. And he got so excited. Yeah. No, that, that's a really good idea. It's a download. Because I, I do have, um, I created a, like a long post about like 10 things to cook with your tenderi, 10 things to cook with your korma. But um and so I do link to that. You could do it as a but... PDF download when they order. Oh, yes. See, and then it's just automatically done. Mm. And it's and it's sent it is sent from Shopify, so it's not a cloud. I mean you could do it from Clavio, but I just think that would make it easier. That is that is a really good idea to just send it as a PDF and then they can salivate because yeah, a lot, lot of the things, and they can get yeah. the other stuff ready. Like if they go, Oh, mm. potatoes, then I'll go get some potatoes. So they kinda of get themselves excited about it. Mm -hmm. I know, weird. I'm the weird person who currently doesn't have any potatoes in the house, so I would have to be oh. that person. I know. Well, we there's only two of us now, and I can okay. only eat like a tiny amount of potatoes, so we get like potato roast, like the potato roasties and stuff like that, because I'm literally going, I'll just have two bits. It's such a weird mind thing after having to cook for five people and going, we're going through <laughs> a kilo and a half of potatoes every night. <laughs> and I was like, we'll just get two small potatoes and we'll be fine. It's so weird. Anyway, oh. um, you've got this to look forward to in many years' time. Many years. Um, okay, reviews. What are you doing to encourage feedback or reviews? So we have the auto plug-in thingy. Um, 
which sends an automatic email asking people to do the review. Um, okay. I forget. I forget a thing. But someone recently, yeah. someone recent. Yes, it's a Shopify mm. plugin. Um, I can't remember which Trust one. Trust right me now. or something. Eh? Yeah. It's it's a judge me. Judge me. Yeah. Yeah. I've got yeah. it too. I don't know if I like mm. it. I'm trying to decide. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird, I mean, I just have the free version, but someone told me that Clavio has one as well. Yeah, I would probably use and the Clavio one over that. Yeah, yeah, so I'm actually thinking that I need to get the the Clavio reviews thing. Can I suggest another option for you? Um, and it's one that one of our um, team members used to use. She's got an e-commerce business. We use we were using with her, and, I, and look, I might be it may have changed their their roles now. Um, but it was free for, I think, 30 reviews or feedbacks a month. I think it was. Maybe more. Um, but basically, you can do an automation uh, where they get sent a, basically, it's like a ask nicely thing where they get to record. They say, how happy with your purchase? And when they score eight out of 10 or more, then yep. they get sent an automation through Clavio to Ooh. say, would you, could you review us? Oh, okay. So you filter, mm. and then if they go under eight, it sends you a notification so you can get in touch with them. Oh, And I quite like that because then mm. you can cut off any problems. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. So, so that might be another option or a way to do that. And when they're doing the reviews, where are you asking them to go for reviews? Like where are you asking them to put the reviews? So the way Judge Me does it is it just does an automatic. So it talks to Shopify and it automatically goes in. And that is partly why I liked it. I like because, it too because it goes on the page, um, eh? It goes I on the page. Like you can add it to collection pages mm. and it goes into the thing. The, if you pay, I think it can also connect to your Facebook reviews and things. And yes, that's I think we're, we're at that point now where that would we be should be paying then. for something. Yeah. But then I was thinking I probably should do the Clavio one if I've gone in on Clavio. Ah, I, I kind of need to go all in. Yeah. It's a bit more expensive than Judge Me, but um, it would just tie in. And I think that you can also have them then surface into the emails, okay. which would be quite useful i think that would be very useful because i do want you to be doing um a lot more client feedback in your emails as well mm. don't be shy of not have you know have one in every email okay if, okay with a product you could have it like in the bot at the bottom like having one if you've got an and one of the hacks i'd tell you is people often do quite long long ones use chat gp to pull out three or four different quotes from the same person hmm. and then you can use like there's three or four times and it's the same client. So, you know, if you don't have heaps and heaps, it's still going to push it across, which is really useful. Hmm. Um, actually, so can I, uh, this is slightly not a email thing, but I would recommend it as well. Um, it's a hack and I don't know, I know we talked about it, but you may not have done it at the time. And I think it would be a really good one to do because we talked a little bit about Facebook ads is I'd really love you to do a post about one of your products mm -hmm. and then, email people that have purchased that purchased that product and ask them if they would comment how they found that product on that post and give them the post link and then you can use that as an ad oh i didn't oh is that how you do it yeah okay. <laughs> i thought you had to set it up as an ad and then i forgot how to no get you, it. Okay. when you go into right. meta into ad manager you can choose choose an existing post so right. you have to write it around um, really thinking about the fact that it's going to be an ad. So you can't, so you want it to be, um, you know, like, um, 
there's a reason this is our bestseller, da 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 da. This is what you know, and then asking people who've bought that product to come and you know the Korma paste or something like that to come mm. and comment on it and what what they liked it and what they use. Now we've got engagement on it. Facebook hmm. will then push that out further, and the people that have engaged with it will also help them target the right audience for you. Right. Okay. All right. Little Very hack. interesting. Yes. Um. Yeah. I definitely need to do ads this year. Yes, um, you do need to do ads this year <laughs> and do a proper ads funnel. Yes. Because hmm. and and I'll tell you when you need to worry about it. I wouldn't do it now. Um, but you need to make sure it's set up and going um, between July and August at the latest because you need to have it all optimized and working so you can start adding budget September, October, and then go absolutely crazy because you've got Diwali as well and you've got other things. Um, but even around that Christmas time and that barbecue time and, the, and all the summer baking, cooking and stuff like that. And I think one of the cool things with your product it is a product that works really well trans-seasonally because it's going to work really well with curries and you know, that cold weather comfort food, but then it also works really well with barbecue and summer. So that's the other thing is I would like to see that more in your content of really starting to season, seasonify it. And um, this is something that you didn't know when you were working with me because I've changed the way I tea. <laughs> but can I give you another little hat? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> so um, I have really got into metrical auto lists. And one of the things I would recommend you do, and this is going to make you feel better, I know you and I find writing content really easy. We do. It flows out. But what I'd like you to do is be more thoughtful around thinking about doing more seasonal content. But save all your content and put it in a metrical order list because your products are the same. And make one called the winter order list and one called the summer order list. That and then next a... year, you could just turn it on and you might tweak a little bit, but all yeah. the images and all the stories will already be in there and it will just be repeated across your socials. That is quite an awesome idea. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm reaping the benefits this year for my emails because I was like in January, I was like, oh, I don't want to do any emails. And I was like, right, let me see what I wrote I last know. year. Can I give you another tip? <laughs> and that tip? is the biggest. <laughs> I'll give you another tip. It is a cost. So I, I do highly recommend paying for ChatGPT. <laughs> and I highly recommend getting ChatGPT4. And this is a hack I've been sharing with my coaching clients. Um, and we're doing a masterclass on AI. It's, it's coming up. And, and it's one thing that, you know, the person there was talking about. But one of the things in here that I think is amazing is I had a Word document of all my newsletters for the year. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to ChatGPT as a PDF, asked it to oh. read it, and then I used that to help it write for me in my tone um, for a start, some ideas, pull out quotes that I could use my marketing, re, um, re- write some of my posts. I had to, I didn't have to tweak much for it to sound oh. really like me mm-hmm. because I told it I had to use my tone. And the minute it stops, I, I press stop and go, hey, told you, and I get quite shitty with it, told you to write in my tone go back and read the document and write it my way and they go oh, okay and then they did it again nope not good enough and i'm like real like bossy with it hmm. um i uh, when we first started remember i used to say i always say please because it's the overlord now i'm like listen check gpt <laughs> yes well it's like about treating them well yes. being nice to your intern but treating yes. it like an intern exactly yeah be nice to you. but but what i would say is like with your products if you've got like lots of details around each product you can then create a chat gpt kind of database of all the information about that particular product with like and then you give it and then you have the different streams and and save it with that pdf and every time you go to do work you can say please read the pdf before you do the work 
And so it mm-hmm. goes back and reads that initial PDF and then you can ask it and request it to do something for you. That is amazing. <laughs> it is, and, and, and like that's like you and I are writers. So I'm saying that to us because we know our voice. We know mm. what we sound like. We know how to spot it. We know what not to do. Well, that's always been my biggest frustration with using ChatGPT yeah. for anything. I try it and then I just feel like it's a big time waster because it's it's like so not my voice. I can't put yeah. it at all. Yeah. Um, the other thing yeah. that it's really good for is asking it for themes. So like go through your emails so that instead of like if you want to go, I feel like I've got a bit of energy but not heaps, you can go through and go, I am writing my content for this year. Can you go through here and pull out the key themes mm-hmm. that I talk about? Because I might then I go, oh, cool, I can do that again. Mm, nice. Yeah. So it's just, it just okay. helps with that. Okay, so just so if I want to go through just a couple more things around this. We could probably do this all day, but um, do you have a VIP program? No. Okay, I think that you should start introducing one of those. Yeah. But and, and and people have to earn the right to be in it. So you'd work out like a frequency of like a certain payment level of how much they've spent. Hmm. Um. So we have when we're setting things up, um, we have for one of our clients, we have people who've spent thousand dollars with them two and a half thousand dollars five thousand dollars and she has seven people who have spent ten thousand dollars and have wow and they get extra attention hmm. um so i would definitely do that hmm. i also would look at your analysis and go what do people normally buy with this thing so like if someone often buys the sagwala with the korma then you could do an automation that goes okay we often see that that is the ha- the pattern so if someone buys the Sagwala, we're going to do an upsell or a cross-sell to suggest that they buy the Kuma. So you could actually have a thing that says, um, you know, a week later, love that you bought the Sagwala. Um, how's it going? Is it going great? Did you know that most people who buy that also buy the Kuma and this is what they love about it? Here's a testimonial. Mm. So you could add some of those cross-sells and upsells as automations. Okay. Um you're starting to go, I'm getting a little tired of this now. Is that a bit too much? <laughs> I was like, um, this is so much work. Yes, that'd be no, really good. good. Yeah, I know. Have you got like, because obviously we know that those products can last they're about three weeks, eh? No, they're way longer way now. Way longer. So we've, um, so everything lasts at least six months. Okay. Um, but one of the things that we do send in our emails is like a, and I know that it takes about six weeks for people to use up yeah. their, because most people yeah. order about four or five jars yeah. and it takes them about well. six weeks to use it yeah. up. Um, so around the four week mark, I normally send them out. You probably only have the little bit left. Yeah. Here's how to use this one up okay. and things like that. Um, now you mentioned before you've got a browse abandonment flow, which is really cool. Yes. It's, a, it's a cool thing from Clavio that you can do and they're not, you can't do them with all the different things. I would definitely have that browse abandonment flow also going as a Facebook ad. Oh, okay. So hmm. you should, because it's picking it up from the pixel as yep. well. I would definitely, that would be the one that I'd make sure I do. Anyway, like I love the fact that I'll go and browse on something and then I'm back in, on, on Facebook and there the product is ready for me to mm. go. So bare minimum, that should be happening. Any sort of, a, so you would do, um, basically you set up one for anyone that has added to cart and not made a, added, oh, viewed, viewed content, viewed mm-hmm. content and not purchased in the last three days. So I set this up in Facebook? Yeah, Facebook ads. I know it's a oh, switch okay. over, but I would do okay. that. Um, I would do that one, and then I would do anyone that has um, viewed content uh, viewed content and added to cart and not made a purchase between four to seven days. Sometimes you'll lump them all together if you're not getting yeah. big numbers, but I would make those like those different sections quite small 
and then you must mm. lump them all together and then just as you get more traffic increase it but try for like a just a or even just add to cart on viewed, viewed but did not make a purchase in mm. the last seven days and just do that and actually have that going out with a, with a thing because then basically after seven days they stop seeing that ad so they're not going to get tired of it so just for me to clarify that is something that I do in Meta because yeah, Meta is pulling Meta. it from Shopify so it's just well, a segmentation thing yeah I think it's really or, interesting because with Clavio um, Clavio is actually pulling from your can also pull from, create audiences as well so sometimes mm-hmm. it's popping popping from Shopify and with Clavio it's a bit different it's kind of it's kind of commodulous like it's kind of like in fact if you create an audience of Facebook it often creates an audience in Clavio so you've got to be quite careful how you're okay. getting it to talk to each other um, mm-hmm. that's one of the things I find frustrating about Clavio to be honest but it's also a benefit if you're using it right because I don't know how to use it properly properly mm-hmm. from that technical point of view so just be aware of that maybe do a bit of reading on it um do, have you got their birthdays no we don't don't collect people's birthdays mm. yeah but if you but want, could you do. could ask them if they want to and then do that if you wanted to. But I do like the idea of the birth of the VIP program. Definitely doing a every six weeks. Hey, you know, are you ready? To, are you out? You know, and maybe mm. make it funny, like a like an empty fridge. Like mm. think about ways you can make this really interesting with like with a gif, like just kind of like you like put the put the phone in the fridge, open it up, and go, you know, like like empty thing. Like do like the gif get fun with the brand like you have to like that's what people get delighted about with e-commerce it's all about the surprise delight and that's really key with this so Mm. do that and we'll just get one other one um to make sure that we've got um your um your time's worth as well with this um but i there's the other thing i was going to check was um and i just said have you got a subscription model um are you thinking about doing one i've thought about it a few times but um I'm not entirely sure how to do it and some of the Shopify apps that um do it like I think there's like a recharge app or whatever yeah they're they're, they're quite expensive expensive. so I feel like I need at least a few to yeah to really do it so I think the idea of doing the VIP program yeah I think so too is like a good stepping stone um to doing like potentially a recharge later yeah Um, I did have an idea around the VIP thing because I know that WhatsApp now has um like this kind of community feature Mm. or like a so rather than having a Facebook group it's like a WhatsApp group yeah and I wonder if it could be that I ask them if they want to be part of this and that's where I do like some of my cooking class content or some Mm. of my extra bits and pieces it was like an idea that I had floating around um so it's interesting because i know i don't use whatsapp i'm old and i think some of your some of your clients are old too like i when i say old I'm, my, I'm 50 but yeah. i think there would be a technological barrier mm. for some of them okay so yeah. i think but i think the idea is good it's just how to make it work yeah because i've tried facebook groups before yeah um and i know they work for some people it's just it's like another thing for me and yeah. i'm always on whatsapp so yeah, but, um, that that's also hang up from because in India everyone uses WhatsApp. Yeah, and it's, and just it's like working bizarre it out, right? that people don't use it. I know, when it is so funny, eh? Because it is, it's true. Like internationally too, so many people use it. But I, yeah, I, yeah. So I think I think the idea is good, and working that through would be really. Simple. But I think there is, and I agree with you. I think test out with the VIP group, see if we can get that frequency going. 
And mm. then from that, you could maybe make it turn it into a subscription thing for some of them. Because mm. it's just, I know like I get avocados delivered and I probably wouldn't buy nearly as many if I didn't have a subscription. I love the fact that they just pop up, you know, it's fantastic. Well, one of the other ideas I had on the subscription was to test it out without doing the, um, without doing it as an auto I, if I had my phone right now, thingy. I'd be Googling. I'd be Googling how to use Clavio to create a subscription without buying the Shopify app. I bet there's a solution somewhere. Okay. I will look it there up. There probably is a tag. There's a yeah. tag somewhere that you can add and just make a group, make a list, a segment. Yeah. Because um, in this early days, it should be easy enough. Like even if I had like well, 10 people, many, right? like even that would 10. just be yeah. And Excel. Just be, yeah, exactly. So. Um, so I think, and it might just be a matter of having like an automatic payment sort of thing set up or something like that so I think that's really important um the only other thing I'd just say is probably like just making sure like testing different personalization levels would be quite good testing emails like if you if you once you've built it up um you know if you want to get like really focused on it like looking at things like um you know is the time I'm going working through just checking to make sure that things are working even with the welcome sequence maybe test it out and see what, what what's giving you more results. Like the things I've suggested about making it pretty, keep the other one the same and do an A-B test and just test it over like 100 yeah. or so just to see what's working. So don't, don't feel like you can't test it, but I do think that the color and the just bringing a bit more movement and vibrancy is really going to be more fitting with your brand as well. Mm. Um, all right, we could honestly do this all day, but um, and we can't because um, <laughs> even though I like listening to two-hour podcasts, no one else does. Um, so, so tell me um, if people want to get a hold of Dolly Mama, really, where do they go? Um, so you can find us at Farmers Markets if you live in Auckland. Um, we're at Parnell Farmers Market on a Saturday, Grayland Farmers Market on a Sunday. But otherwise, just head to dollymama.com and that's um, D-O-L-L-Y-M-U-M-M-A.com. And yeah, and we ship across New Zealand and hopefully Australia soon. Yay, <laughs> very, very exciting. And we can also find you on, um, you work um, right, have written for the spinoff. Um, sometimes for stuff as well. So you might see her name, Persin Patel, around there. Um, she's a great Substack um, blog where you also share recipes and stories and beautiful storytelling about food. I love I love that. And also for those of you that hate storytelling about food, she provides hyperlinks. You can go straight to the recipe if you don't want to listen to the cool story. <laughs> but, and you also, people can find you on LinkedIn as well. Yes, that's correct. On LinkedIn and sometimes on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a, honestly it's been such a pleasure and I'm actually going to just catch up with a few things after this because I, I want to tell you some things that are going on for me but because um, it's all about me uh, but thank you it's been a huge pleasure having you on person it's been lovely and I hope it's been helpful no thank you and um, I'm not going to say I have an idea because I now have 29 ideas I need yes. to do first before yes, I that sounds perfect <laughs> I love that it's awesome thanks so much take care bye Rachel